It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Signal Boost. I'm Zerlina Maxwell. It is Monday, February the 28th. <laughs> Crazy. Good morning, Jess. Yep. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> It has been a dizzying weekend of trying to keep up with everything and then trying to stop keeping up with everything in order to maintain sanity and then going back to keeping up with everything. (laughs) And and it's hard to say where we are on Monday, but it's not the worst thing that we feared on Friday. (laughs) You mean nuclear catastrophe? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, at at this point, so I read something smart (laughs) about the, uh, the fog of war and basically, the more specificity is contained in a nugget, the larger the grain of salt one should take that nugget with at this yeah. moment. But the overarching, the vaguer the intelligence, the more likely it is to, to be true uh, in some sense. And, and the, the overarching uh, theme this morning is that, that the Russians must be disappointed with the way things are going so far. They have not unleashed their full capacity. Um, Belarus is going to join the fight on their side, but at this point, Kyiv is still Ukrainian, and that is a surprise. <laughs> no, it's definitely so. not going exactly how I'm, I think most of the experts said Vladimir Putin anticipated right. it right. going. Um, so sh- sure, I think what I'm a little bit conflicted by is I definitely checked out. Like I. You know, obviously, all the way up until Friday night at 7 p.m., I was keyed in. And then I tuned out because it's too much. Too no, you have to. Um, and also, I keep going back to this point where, like, we're very – I sent you a, a funny uh, mm-hmm. clip, news, news nugget uh, from our favorite uh, outlet, Politico. <clears throat> and uh, it was so interesting because – it was it was basically like the encapsulation of how I felt during the four years of the Trump administration, like in one little paragraph. Yeah. Um, because during the Trump administration, essentially every day I had existential fears that Donald Trump was going to incite or create an, a nuclear incident, yeah. whether on purpose or by accident. Like, I didn't know if he was going to do it, like, you know, intentionally or just... He was so incompetent. Whoops, I that tripped it and results. hit the button. Yep. But it was going, something was going to happen along those lines. I was, that was my big fear every single day, right? That was my fear. And now that we're actually facing that kind of threat, although we do not mm-hmm. have Donald Trump as a president, thank God for that, because that would have been a lot worse. Oh, boy. Um, I can't even imagine. We just the be on Russia's side feel. right now. That's, we'd like, be sending troops whew. to go into Ukraine. Oh, my like, God. Who, oh, my goodness. Who knows? Be terrifying. <laughs> but I think that the the write-up that i sent you the reason why it was so like it made me laugh but also cry is because you know like i don't want us to just every day wake up and be really calm about it and then like if something happens some people are going to listen back to the the recordings if they exist um (laughs) and be like these people had no idea what was coming like yeah here's the thing when we're talking so 
when any write-ups today that you read have a paragraph that say something along the following, <laughs> um, you know, Joe Biden uh, implements like all these sanctions, um, but, you know, has pretty much chosen not to um, try to instigate the situation any further. Right. And then right. they don't they don't write the next sentence, which is the <laughs> important one, which is if he did escalate the situation more, you're talking about two nuclear powers. Mm-hmm. That's the stakes. Right. Yeah. So in every single article you read today, if there is not a sentence in it that says the stakes are we're talking about two nuclear powers. Then that's yes. that article is insufficient it is yes. insufficient to describe accurately the situation. The current moment. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, that, and that is exactly what we're looking at. I, just as, as everyone was sort of feeling like, wow, this is not going the way that everyone suggested that it might go. And, you know, maybe Putin has dramatically underestimated the opposition to his aggression, both in Ukraine and in Russia, uh, which I think is true. I do believe that. Um, on Sunday, Putin ordered Russian nuclear forces put on high alert, which is like a dramatic escalation. Um, he's, he's citing aggressive statements by NATO. He's citing the sanctions. And he issued a directive to increase the readiness of Russia's nuclear weapons. Um, so like this is, that is the backdrop of all of this. And if we are discussing the political ups and downs of Joe Biden's calculations <laughs> in this moment <laughs> without discussing the backdrop of I don't know I feel like you're Holocaust, missing the plot you know you're, you're missing, missing the plot. plot a little bit yeah if that was the movie yeah. I don't think that you got the review correct like it's like <laughs> right. it's like you know it, it's like you going to see Armageddon and you reviewed like Bruce Willis's haircut I I want to see you know Dr. I mean? Strangelove reviewed only through the lens <laughs> of how good are the politics of the people involved I'm just saying <laughs> Like, it, I think you missed the point. Yeah. You missed the point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just think back to, like, many moments in the Trump administration. The one that I remember the most is my button is bigger than your button. Oh, my God. Being on yes. set live when that tweet went out and then them being like, this is what he just tweeted and looking down my phone and being like, we're all going to die really soon. I just, <laughs> <laughs> really soon. And everybody's calmly yeah. discussing it. And I'm like, everyone's kind of laughing realize. about it. It's kind of funny. I'm not laughing. Everybody else laughing. I'm not. You you see my, if there was a hidden camera at that moment, I'm like, we're going to die, everyone. And you're calm, calmly discussing nuclear war. That's weird. That's weird. I don't, maybe it's a trauma response. I don't know. But (laughs) you got to work on that. Go to therapy and find out why you are not freaking out. (laughs) Um, Because it is, it is not the appropriate response. But I think that that's why I sort of check out and check back in because, and I, I would encourage other Mm -hmm. people to do that. This is a lot. (laughs) We're already living through a pandemic. I really don't need to like be in a pandemic and be afraid of COVID and nuclear war. I mean, this is just not really what I had drawn up as far as like what my 40th year was supposed to be. I'm sure that you did not draw that up either. However old you are, but um, it's important to understand the stakes understand how serious they are, understand that some of the stuff coming out in the news is going to be propaganda. So I was not, I'm still reading about the video that I saw of Nigerian people Mm -hmm. trying to 
escape. <laughs> Just like all the other people, the 500,000 yes. people who have left, fled their homes and are displaced as of this morning. Um, and then there's video of Nigerians being blocked by Ukrainians. And so, yeah. and obviously that like went, that million people texted me that. But then I also saw in my feed, this may be the kind of video that's put out to make sort of public opinion side against the Ukrainians, because obviously yeah. the public opinion Friday night going into Saturday was very much pro-Ukraine. I mean, I saw like memes of the president like yeah, yeah, tracked yeah, with Mob Deep. Like that's, that's where we are now, which is weirdly uncomfortable. I was like, mm -hmm. this is cool, but also he might die soon. Yeah. And I like don't want us to like make fun memes of him when his life is in danger that feels weird yeah so i was like yeah like you know what i mean like where you're like yep entertained but uncomfortable yes um so i i feel like some of the things that were in my feed circulating and this is important to be aware of might have been propaganda so i was like yeah i don't know if i should get mad or oh especially like since you know how you know how well russians are able oh to they understand racism they under that exists within the country they understand too, right? us and and we are certainly like we we need to make sure that that people who are of african origin in ukraine are able to get out we are we need to make sure that people of arabic origin in ukraine are able to get out like this is something that we all need to pay attention to like the idea like who is who is being let in whose borders like that is something that we do we do need to but whether or not any one video is is real and and you know exactly how russian propaganda works it's going to play on the thing that that you feel the most affected by because that's how that's what it's designed to do so like yes that's highlighting an issue that is important and needs to be uh, an eye needs to be kept on by humanitarian resources. We need to make sure that that kind of discrimination isn't happening in a war zone. It always does. We want to make it as, you know, we, we want to make sure that it happens as little as possible. Um, but you better leave the Russians are going to be like pointing to that shit. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. They understand us. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. They understand what's going to divide. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I've been trying to content myself with videos of um, tractors being attached to tanks because those are my favorites. <laughs> the, the Ukrainian farmers will attach a tractor to the, like a giant tractor, you know, like a major industrial farm tractor. We're not talking about like the one that like your your grandpa mowed the lawn with and uh, and just drive off with the tank, <laughs> which has been shared a couple of times by a few diplomats. And I'm like, all right, this looks close enough to real. And I don't know where else in the world an industrial strength tractor is being attached to a tank and pulled away. Um, so I, I choose I choose to believe in that one. <laughs> you know what I've been thinking a lot about? Like, while I said I've been I'm a little uncomfortable by some of the like memification of this. Right. Um, yes. Somebody pointed out on one of our meetings last week. Um, one of our uh, producers who's brilliant, she uh, we were all like, uh, this is weird. <clears throat> did, like we're memeing World War Three. That's like so strange. Like, did they do that during World War Two? Like meme it like you know, make content yep. that's so strange. This is weird. And somebody was like, yeah, they just called it the diary of Anne Frank. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and be quiet. I'm going to be quiet now <laughs> because that person has won the meeting. That person is yep. correct. And they won the conversation. And then now I feel better. <laughs> I was like, this is just our version. <laughs> it just looks so different. It's, it's, you know, we put video to music. Yeah, I mean, look yeah. at the political cartoons from yeah. the World War II era. Yeah. 
Makes Those sense. are memes. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, I was like, oh, yes, this person is, has answered the question we were all asking this morning. They're correct. We're, we're wrong. Let's sit down and be quiet. They're right. <laughs> so if you feel weird about the memes yep, like I yep. do, just remember, this is our version <laughs> of the Diary of Anne Frank. I love that that's our version. Yep. The cat is walling out this morning. I just want everybody to know. Oh, no. Well, it's been a weird weekend. <clears throat> he's like, he's hyper and meowing. He has food. Mm-hmm. He has water. Mm-hmm. He's all the things that he needs. I think he just wants attention. Well, he doesn't have your undivided attention right <laughs> Yeah. <now. And> that, <laughs> that is the problem. It's upsetting it's like, okay, him. cool. We got the food. We got the water. Oh, God. Right. Of course. Of course, cat. And over the group chat right now, all I'm seeing is the <laughs> is the cover of Captain America. If you want to talk about the memes we made in World War II, <laughs> look at comic books. Oh, look at comic books. And comic books weren't just like memes of popular culture; like they were progressive. Like Captain right. America was punching Hitler before America got into World War II. Like we were not in the allies yet when that cover came off <laughs> like that cover popped off before we got into the war and was in fact it's i mean it's it, it cited as one of the things that started to turn the tide of uh american interest into getting into the war um especially among the younger demographics which is why we're paying so much attention to social media you know condoleezza rice who i you know i I listen to her, half listen to her, whatever. It was when it comes to different. Russia, though, you probably should listen to her. Yeah, what she's saying is that like Russian TV right now is playing all these Nazi images, all this World War II stuff. Like the propaganda is like on point, they're on it. But no, but there aren't any Russians under 40 who watch TV. Mm-hmm. They're not there. Like right. that's not where you can reach people. Mm-hmm. So they're out protesting in the street. That's where they right. are. Right. <laughs> exactly exactly so like yes we we did have memes my god did we have memes comic books were that's why i get so like it's so amusing to watch like tucker carlson or any of the right wingers today melt down over like the wokeification of comics it's like wh- what do you think these things were to begin with <laughs> i think they like these were jewish head. guys in no, 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 jewish guys in their... new york city convincing america that it's got to punch hitler like <laughs> you're mad now that they're woke guess what they were then they went over it it went way over their heads. They Completely. Because some, I mean, I, I do believe that there are certain people that like will never get why a meme like that is funny. Right. There are some people oh. that like right. their worldview. Certain things are only funny if you understand oppression. Mm-hmm. And if you're like the person oppressing, usually in most situations, yeah, you don't get it. A lot of times, you're gonna miss the joke. You're missing yep. it. It's not funny to you. Right. Because some of it right. is dark. And if you're yes. living in the light, <laughs> if you've always had like, you know, your, your, your life has been in the sunshine because you've had many privileges that you're unaware of, right? That's what I mean yeah. by the sunshine. That you're just unaware of many of the privileges. Like you get to walk outside and never have to worry about being shot like Trayvon Martin. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's a privilege. Check that off the list. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, so look, I think there's there's plenty of people out here who that's their lived experience. <laughs> so, right. you know, they got some work. The cat is walling out. He's climbing everything. <laughs> 
what is he's crazy oh my god <laughs> he'll it's get like having together. a dog but he's not a dog he's dog size he is dog size most yeah. times be- when people don't know he's in the house and then like he runs through they're like you have a raccoon <laughs> <laughs> oh you have a pet raccoon i see excellent yeah no it's uh it's an alarmingly sized cat your cat like like it requires a double take no 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 most people are like what the fuck god i love mancoon cats oh my god i really do walling out right now okay i'm taking a picture and i'll send it to you okay good (laughs) all right so also i'm not gonna send it to the audience (laughs) i think it's good enough i'll tweet it okay uh also, this weekend, uh, Donald Trump gave a nearly 90-minute speech on Saturday night um, where he both... Okay, so I think this is interesting for two points. One, he doubled down on praising Vladimir Putin, right? So this is like... This is like... <laughs> it's September 12th, 2001, and he's like, what a good job flying those planes. Like, what? So he does... He, he doubles down on his praise of Vladimir Putin, and... Uh, he comes the closest that he has to, like, he he almost triggered the, like, whoops, you declared your candidacy laws. Uh, <laughs> this is the closest that he's come to declaring his candidacy. So, so the man is not separating his, like, I love this authoritarian thug who's murdering people right now from his I want to be your president message at all. Like, like, those two things are this, I love this murderous thug, I want to be your president. Like, can't can't people see that? Can't people hear that when you put those two sentences together? What that sounds like? I love authoritarianism. Elect me president. Well, no, I think, look, I think a lot of people do hear it. More people heard it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, it wasn't specifically about Russia in the 2020 election, but I think that, I think more people did hear it. It's just the same people that, are immune to any of the facts and reality that are happening. Yeah. Those people like can't hear it. Yeah. Ever. They're not going to. Yep. So I guess the, the, the question is for the rest of us, like what do we do about those people? We have to marginalize them and remove them from positions of power and influence so that we don't die. That would be a place to start. Yeah. That seems reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) It look, it's, it's gonna be a really strange year. <laughs> like, we're we're in for a really rocky time, and like everybody's just gotta take care of themselves, take care of yourself and your family and your sanity as much as possible. Like that is the thing that it's gonna be. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. I'm just deeply grateful that we have biden and harris in the white house right now like honestly deeply grateful that i am not going to bed assuming uh that donald trump is gonna do something absolutely mad while i'm asleep i just can't well i'm grateful that i don't have to go to sleep during this crisis with donald trump as the president yes very much i don't i would that would have been like the bay of pigs like i don't that you know what i mean like the cuban missile crisis too much i would have just been like up like i'd i'd be it's like robert kennedy in the white house just sitting there like I don't know what to do. Not, I mean, it wasn't Robert. He wasn't really doing a lot during the Cuban Rice right. Crisis specifically. But you know what I'm saying. He was in the White House at the time. I'm sure he was going to yep. bed pretty anxious. Um, that's what it feels like. Yeah. I don't know. I can yeah. put my, myself in the mind of Robert Kennedy more than John F. Kennedy. I don't know why. 
I'm like, I'm like, he does. He's always seemed more relatable. I've not given this yeah. any thought at all, but I, I do don't know. tend to agree with you. <laughs> so <laughs> this is what it feels like. I mean, the, the New York Times basically put it that way this weekend. They were like, this, there hasn't been a crisis like this since then. Like a nuclear right. standoff between the America and Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Two presidents yeah. staring down, staring each other down. I'm like, oh, dear. And now we're in this odd space where, like, because of social media, we can look past the head. We're not turning into the evening news to get, right. you know, the news of the day in the war like we were at that point. We're not picking up the headline in the morning, like waiting to see what's a one above the fold. And that's really the only thing like we can we can watch TikTok, and and we don't know what's real, really. Like there are a few verified accounts that you can count on. Like there are journalists that you know are actually there that are attached to news organizations. So they have certain standards they have to meet before they tweet anything, before they post anything on TikTok. But we're seeing tons of images. And Brian Stelter had a really good breakdown about like how social media works in a war zone, which is that when things are active, you do not post both because you, you don't have the personal time to, to do it and also because there's there's no bandwidth and like you you all everybody who's been to a large enough protest knows yeah. this like when you're at the women's march you can't post your photos at the march there's too many people on too many phones can't text, like can't you, do anything. <laughs> you can't do anything you gotta wait until that shit's over you go home yeah. then you upload all of your media so like that's what we're seeing here we are not seeing things uploaded in real time even though the video quality of it makes it look like it's being uploaded from the street where that was just shot. It's not, it's hours later. So, so, I mean, this is, we've just, we've never gone through an international conflict like this with this kind of accessibility. It's, and I mean, the I stakes being this high for our own country. I joined Twitter during the, the green, like the right green, revolution. The green revolution. So like, I think a lot of yeah. people probably did. Oh my God. The yeah, cat I did on too. The kitchen counter. Cat is on the kitchen counter. That's why he's walking across the stove right now <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy at least is it's not on on top of the stove that's what not normal doing? no that's not normal behavior for him even he usually climbs mostly on the other counter <laughs> <laughs> okay yep. let's focus yep <laughs> clearly lost my cat is like nuclear war <laughs> he's free clearly he's reacting yeah. <laughs> Yes, like something MJ off. understands. I mean, yeah, maybe he's on it. this is actually, I should pay attention to his behavior today because sometimes they can sense something is wrong before we can. So I'm just. That's very true. Yeah. If he gets attention. super squirrely, maybe there's going to be an earthquake. I don't know that but cats can predict nuclear war, but I do know that they seem they to be attuned to like weather tsunamis. changes and earthquakes. Yes. Yeah. No, they're, they're really good at like, yeah, weather changes they're really good at. The craziest yeah. thing is before a tsunami when they sh they share videos of like all of the cats running away all the animals like running um that's too creepy it's creepy right extremely creepy i don't like to think about it <laughs> well i just well it's creepy but, but like, it's also you know, like this is why you need to, everybody needs to have an animal because yeah sometimes... you need to pay attention to the animals like you know yeah. in the movies if you see the rats running in the opposite oh, yeah. direction you don't keep walking you no. you follow the rats you follow right. the rats right <laughs> that's just that's a good it's a good rule for all of us right now. Just follow yeah, the rats. Follow the rats. <laughs> you see the rats running, it's time to go. It's like the scene in go. The Color Purple where yeah. um, she calls Oprah a heifer. 
and mm-hmm. the man playing piano is like, time to go. And then he closes the <laughs> piano. <laughs> it's my yep. favorite part. Yep. That's like exactly right. Um, <laughs> all right. We should take a break and collect ourselves. You get yes, MJ under control. We'll, we'll be headlines. back with more headlines, more signal boost right after this. We'll be back tomorrow with another Signal Boost podcast. Thanks for listening.